But then also I'm just like, huh, that's really interesting. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, ready? <coughs> yes. All right. Hello and welcome to the Watcher's Guide to the Marvel Universe, the show that's not lurking beneath your bed, but don't feel like you have to check. Just trust us. Hi, I'm Max. I'm JR. How's it going? Uh, apparently I have declared war on spring. Mm. The concept. Yeah. Because, uh, I have allergies. And they've been really bad this year. And I don't know uh, what's going yeah. on. And I hate it. And I hate spring. And maybe maybe I hate Earth. Um, I don't know. Cool. Uh, Fair enough. Other than that, I could sleep more. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Yourself. Well, we are, we are watching uh, my my friend's daughter this morning because my my friend and his wife had a baby right like right before or right after lockdown started Ugh. and so you know they've just been kind of locked in one um, unit so they are going and they and a couple of friends uh, that are vaccinated are going out on a pontoon boat today and just having some drinks and enjoying the sun. Mm -hmm. So we are watching their baby. Uh, Casey is currently. We went over this morning <laughs> and uh, then I took Moira to the in-laws and came back here to record. Um, and man, uh, I had forgotten how hard it sucks to to have migraines and be around a baby. Um, <laughs> and that's that's honestly why I was a bit late today is because uh, she she was not wanting to go to sleep uh -huh. uh, she, and she was crying. Uh, you know, it was time for her nap, but she was just like, and like yeah so i the only thing that finally helped was i started singing to her like i did when moira was a baby uh -huh. and she finally fell asleep and so i kind of kept that up for a bit to make sure she was asleep before i was just like okay bye like, <laughs> i think i've diffused so. the bomb here you go bye yeah pretty much so Anyway, but yeah, babies, man. Um, other than that, I'm fine. Got a new car. Yeah. And it is bananas. Like, honestly, honestly bananas. Um, it, has a, it has a charging pad built into the console. <laughs> like, just build, like, you turn it on, you put your phone on there, it charges. Meh. <laughs> like... What? <laughs> My, uh... I don't know. It's it's taking some getting used to, um... Some of the... Some of... Because there there's the screen in the console. 
Mm-hmm. And so in addition to all of the indicators around the speedometer and odometer and everything, there's also indicators that are on the screen. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. What does that... What are these arrows? What? Are, what, what is, is that? Uh, so, Jocelyn got a new car too And um, It's a mini Cooper with yeah like The screen and the thing and like all the controls Are on a dial on the on the Console and it's also A touch screen uh, My car my, my car Which is shitty Not shitty Just not expensive like I got The standard version of fucking Everything um, right. To find out, like, it's got, you know, it's still nice because, like, it's nicer than my old car where it had, like, the, like, I can see the the tire pressure, for example. Right. But it's, and it's really goddamn easy. You just push the button a couple of times and on the front, like, in the place where it would, you know, it's got a speedometer and attack and it's got this middle screen that, whatever you know what i mean you press the button right. it shows you the freaking tire pressures in okay cool the very first time i take this car this mini out by myself um i get literally get on 235 going south and all of a sudden the thing on the side is like tire pressure problems and i'm like what and I'm trying to read while changing three lanes at the same time. And it's like, don't go over 85 miles an hour. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, I'm good. Wasn't okay. planning to. <laughs> Wasn't planning on it. Uh, all right, cool. And, but now I'm freaked out because, A, I'm, I'm out of the house. Eh, it's a whole thing. But And then I'm like trying to find the fucking tire pressure thing. Like, okay. Where is it? Tell me what it is currently. And I'm just right. at that at that point I was just like Then you know how much to freak out. Like yeah. then you know is it like, at how five? bad things are. <laughs> like Right. It's if it's at five and it's supposed to be at forty, that's a problem. But it's right. I have no idea. Uh so I and I'm going through all these menus while trying to change lanes. <laughs> and I'm like, I shouldn't be doing this. And then when I get no. to where I'm going, I'm I'm still futzing around with it and I cannot find it. Until the next time I took the car out, I actually stopped when I got to the driveway, our, our home, and was like, okay, where the hell is it? Oh, there it is. It's buried, like, three things deep in a panel that you have to touch the goddamn, I think you have to touch the screen on. So there was never any way I was going to find it in motion, which I shouldn't right. have been messing with it anyway. But yeah. Cars. Well, Fuck and, you. Yeah. And it's it's weird because I've gone from, you know, an owner's manual I'm used to is just like an owner's manual. Right. Right. Chunk. This one has two. This one has the basic car owner's manual and then like all the multimedia shit and all of the And, you know, and the problem is like when with the arrows and stuff, I was trying to just Google it. But the problem... The problem that I have is, so we got a 2021 Sienna. Okay. Um, and it's the base model. Um, but the but the problem is that between 2020 and 2021, they completely redesigned 
the car. So I'm like, what the fuck does this want from me <laughs> into Google? And it's like, well, in the 2020 Sienna, that means that. And I'm like, well, hold on. Is it the same in the 2021? And so there's like so so little information on the internet about the 2021, which I know sounds like a shitty thing to be complaining about. But I'm just saying, I just want a simple answer. I, I'm trying to make my way through the owner's manual to find out what all this shit does. But like, this is a little more pressing because it's like dinging at me when I'm trying to drive. And I'm like, what the fuck does this want from me? Like, so yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, that means it has no oil. What? <laughs> the, yeah, this should just be like, more clear. <laughs> why did you redesign something that was fully functional anyway? Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's out of fluoride. What? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that makes no sense. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I... Uh, the future. Moving yep. on, because we've been talking for a minute. Um, um, so, news. First news is, do you want to go to Disney World? Disneyland? Whichever one. It's, well, I think it's currently at, the one that I saw opened was at California Adventure. Okay. So, and, yeah. And, yeah, all the, uh, the theme park nerds would get mad at me. For mixing that up. So I apologize to the theme park nerds. Um, you are very serious people and I am afraid of you. Um, no, seriously. Theme park nerds are scary. Uh, no, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I know a couple. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, so I didn't want to go. Because I don't care, right? And I'm not a fun person. And uh, I was like, okay, fine. Until... I real until I was told that that thing is a fucking robot, and I was like, okay, now I want to go. That the, the which one is the Spider Man? The Spider Man is an actual goddamn robot. It's several robots yeah. probably for the show, but like, what the fuck? No, and now I want to go. Yeah. Like before, yeah. I was like, I don't care. Um, even with the Star Wars Land, I was like. And, you know, I'm a on-again, off-again Star Wars nutcase. And uh, I was like, I don't know, eh, Disney World. I would go, but it would be more for the goddamn vacation than it would be, like, at that as the de destination. I would go to be in California. Or I would go to right. be in Florida. Um, right. I'm not going to make a special trip for it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna take my daughter to Disney. Yeah. But, and while I'm there... I'll go to Galaxy's Edge and, like, Avengers Campus and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but, like, and I don't even have that kind of excuse. Like, I need a no, reason. I... No, no, no. It's serious. I'm serious. Like, I don't have a reason to go. I don't want to. It would be more like I need to figure out what else I'm doing. And if I were in California, may as well go. Right. Anyway, then I realized it's a fucking robot. And I was like, well, fuck. I, I actually want to see that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> fuck okay now i have to figure yeah. out a when i'm going to get over my crippling anxiety of leaving the house b how we're going to take care of the birds and the cats uh uh we're never going on vacation again crap 
So yeah, I think it looks fun, and if you're into that, it looks really fun to me. I'm looking forward yeah. to because um, I know she went. Uh, Jenny Nicholson is a huge um, theme park nerd, and she does really good video breakdowns of like what the thing things are, and she really really enjoys going. Like she really, mm-hmm. really, you can tell she loves this shit, and yeah. with in, in an earnest way, and it's very endearing. And but she's also incredibly knowledgeable about like the way the things are set up and why they're set up that way. Because I think she may have worked at one of them in California. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me; I don't know that. Um, and but like I'm looking forward to. Hopefully, she gets has a video up soon. That would be cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's. Uh, I, what do you think? There are there are things I I I'm excited by the concept of Avengers Campus. I I am more excited about that than say Galaxy's Edge. Uh, because yeah, of course, like, fuck yeah, like if you know Galaxy's Edge, I would love to go build a lightsaber. That'd be cool. Uh, Avengers Campus having something like that where, like, you could get an Avengers ID card made Mm -hmm. uh, or various other... Like, all that kind of shit. Like, fuck yeah. Sign me up. Like, I I would totally be about that. Now, you know, it's... I... As it stands currently, I don't think I could do it because the amount of walking at a uh, at a theme park would suck, and I still haven't gotten my endurance back. I'm working on it, but fuck. But like that's that's the one thing that I'm just like, <laughs> but uh, so, but yeah, I totally want to check it out and. I want I want to take Moira to Disney, yeah. Um, Cause like, as as when I was a kid, mm-hmm. uh, we went to Disneyland when I was very small. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't remember it, and we went to Epcot when I was old enough to remember it, but not Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> no, you uh, take your little kid to Epcot because Epcot sucks. Uh, <laughs> Ep- I it's mean, not great for a 10 year old right it's it's the kind of thing that it's just like you know if i were older going to epcot now would be interesting sure but as a as at the time i was kind of at the cusp where i no longer was that interested in the idea of disney um what's up uh I'm alone at the in the house with, except for the cats, and there was a thump. So I'm like, "What?" Um, the the thing about it is like, I wasn't old enough for Epcot to be interesting, uh, and so it was just kind of like, "What rides does this have? Whatever's in the shitty golf ball, cool, yeah, yeah, awesome vacation. Let's uh-huh. do it." So. You know, I want to be able to take my daughter to Disney when she's old enough to remember it, but young enough to enjoy it. Um, yeah. 
And so, you know, we were we were talking about Disney um, making that happen. And of course, then the pandemic hit um, we because went, we went when I was 10. Yeah. And to Lander World. World. Florida. Okay. Um, and that was, for, I think for a normal person, that would have been perfect. But I clearly have had the undiagnosed anxiety and uh, was freaking out, uh, like right. terrified half the time we were there. Um, I had fun eventually, like going into each park was probably the biggest pain point but then as we walked around i ended up having fun um yeah i think 10 is 10 is good she's seven she'll be eight in october yeah rex was rex was seven so um yeah seven or eight so yeah i think it's probably it's a good age to go i think especially because you haven't turned into a shitty teenager yet yeah, I think trying to do that with a teenager would... I don't think all of us would survive. No, no. I know me, so, as, me as a 15-year-old would have been insufferable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> teena- teenagers... Teenagers are awful. Uh, you know... And, like, I get it, but... Ugh. I know I and un- I understand it. I'm just saying that like from an outside I mean remembering me as a teenager. Yes. Like let me here here <laughs> I made my mother cry. Oh, on her birthday. Oh. Yeah. Over the Generation X movie. The the TV movie about the comic book Generation X because I was like we're going to it, it I was an only child. My mother was a single mother, so it was just her and I. And I was like, let's go to dinner for your birthday. Uh, it turned out that Fox was doing uh, a TV movie that night based on the comic book Generation X, the X-Men spinoff. I assume if you're listening to this show... You know that, but I'm just playing it safe. Uh, It was garbage. Of course it was. It was a TV movie from Vox. Uh, But yeah, it was hot shit. But I was, we went to the restaurant and we knew the owners and like there was no one there that night, really. So I sat over at the bar watching Generation X on the TV there during dinner and so like that's the level of shitty i was as a teenager teenagers in general are hot garbage i'm sorry if you're a teenager and you were like with us up to now and you're just like (laughs) well fuck you but i'm sorry i'm just i'm letting you in i'm letting you in what everyone thinks of you every every adult every child around you maybe your shitty little friends like you i don't know but they should, they suck too. Yeah. So I don't really see what difference that makes. Um, also, you will hate you. Like you will I, hate you. I, I, I guarantee you, when you are twenty five, 
you will realize what a piece of shit you have been for the last mm-hmm. 15 years. And it yeah. will be world-changing. Um, and it's... it's thankfully, it's, by then, you can drink to dull the pain of it. Right. I mean, that uh, helps. Yeah. You will drink too much, then. When you yeah. are 35, you will realize how much of a piece of shit you were at 25. It doesn't get better. Like, <laughs> guys, I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've spent a long time talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we supposed to... What else news? Uh, the death of Doctor Strange, about which there's practically nothing. Okay. Uh, it's I have coming no in feelings. September. There's there's nothing to go off of. It's it's the last saga of the blah blah blah, and that's all we know. Um, we don't even know if it's alternate possible future or in the present, in canon. I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. Uh, Marvel's launching a new tabletop RPG called Marvel Multiverse. Uh, I will say I was a big fan of Marvel heroic role playing. Uh, I thought it was a an incredibly well-structured uh, system in that, A, it prioritized character development over XP, necessarily. Like, you got XP and could upgrade stuff, but you got XP by reaching character milestones more so than doing cool shit in battle or Uh what have you um that was one thing and the other thing is by and large all you need to play it is the core rule book that has everything you need to create any kind of character um and that that i think is a really well-made system is that it's so versatile that you can so i hope they don't i hope they don't make it because i'm not i'm not a tabletop rpg person all that much like i when it comes to like the complex rule systems and blah 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 i'm just like i i have no idea what the fuck you're talking about like people are just like well thicko and i'm just like i shut down (laughs) like and i know that's no longer a thing but i'm just saying like that's not that's not it's i've tried and i'm just like yeah cool yeah so I'm going to do my thing and you just tell me how that needs to happen. Yeah. So that's my feeling on that. Okay. I have no feelings. Cool. All right. Uh, I agree with you. Ho- <laughs> Sorry. I agree with you. Go, cool. go, go. Uh, Immortal Hulk is ending and is going to be picked up or relaunched. Uh, as Hulk, written by Donny Cates and penciled by Ryan Otley. Um, and I will say, I've really liked what I've read of Donny Cates' stuff. Mm-hmm. Venom was interesting. Stuff like that. And I really like Ryan Otley. Um, if you're not familiar, he penciled most of Invincible. Um, so... I'm I'm curious to see where they take it. That's uh that's my feeling on that. What is going on in Hulk right now? 
It's bananas. Uh, there's a green door, and the leader has taken taken over the gamma. I forget what it's called, but it's basically every time a gamma powered person dies, they go to this special place for gamma people and uh they're there for a short time and then they go through the green door and return to life and in doing so they generally don't remember what happens in the gamma place uh but the leader's down there and he's taken it over and it's it's that's bananas it's I mean, it's it's good. It's just to yeah. to explain everything <laughs> that's going on would take this entire podcast probably. Okay. So it's. I mean, go read it. Go read it. I I don't. For you out there, I don't know what to tell you other than go go read Immortal Hulk. So, I mean, uh, I've been. I I told you before we started. I. Finally got around, got around isn't the right term, but I finally read uh, um, House, House and Powers of X and uh, some of, and Dawn as well and have been powering through it. And uh, this this whole era of comics is really good. Mm-hmm. Hot take. Jenna, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Marvel's, there's there's Mar- a lot of interesting things going on right yeah. now. Yeah, and I like um, it. And I like that they're not doing crossover after crossover after crossover like when you know 2005 to 2012 uh or even probably a little longer it's they're still doing like hey pay attention we're all gonna talk to each other but like it isn't just hammering things over and over again i thought houses house and powers of x was really good because it was like this is an event in that but it's very low key Right? Like, we didn't have a the world is going to end kind of thing. We had a we have changed the state of play in a stable way. In a way that feels like they can actually keep it going. I'm talking about, we don't need to go into that right now because we've already rambled and probably should talk about comics at some point, but like, uh the quality is well, very I w- good. I want to. I want to give things as much time as they need. So you know, well, we can do whatever. But the quality from 2019 seems to be very good. Um, mm-hmm. And if it's that way across the board, then I have been missing out. Um, and aim to rectify that. Uh, Strange Academy yeah. was really good. What was on Unlimited? Yeah, uh, same area of time. Yeah, there's there have been a lot of really interesting. Uh, Fantastic Four has had some interesting stuff lately. Um, specifically, the stuff about them traveling to the to the there was a storyline not too long ago that involved them traveling to where they were going to travel to originally. Uh, as far as, you know, in their original space flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
discovering things that we can, you know, you discover <coughs> the best things are the things that recontextualize a book. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't have to be a huge earth shattering storyline. Um, it can be something that's very low key, but has very high stakes and has a massive impact on the book. And that's what this was. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I think that's something that gets lost. You know, we talk, we talk about the events and it's like, you don't have to save big stories for events. You don't. And the stories that make a difference generally don't happen in events they are they are things that uh they're things that i mean dark phoenix Mm -hmm. was a wholly self-contained story when it came out uh korvac was a wholly contained story you know and that's not to say that events aren't worthwhile big stories can be events but it's just to say that a, for a long time it had been that the only way to do big stories was to do them as an event. And that is not the way it should be. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, our last news item to wrap things up is, uh, you know, where they're doing United States of Captain America uh which we've talked about because people were pooping their pampers about oh woke uh but also so they they've been previewing a character on twitter who is another person inspired by steve rogers uh she is a filipino american named ari agbayani um now I am not going to comment on the character because there's not really, there's nothing there to talk about yet. Uh, all we have is a character design and a name. I can't dis- I can't speak to any of that. Um, the the thing that people are talking about on Twitter currently, um, because this was just posted last night. Um, last night being friday and uh her name ari in tagalog which is one of the languages of the philippines means one of two things possession or genitals uh and and what's what's interesting is when you when you look at when you look at the last name agbayani is i guess a a two words put together that basically means like because ag means is or things like it uh and then bayani is like a person who selflessly does things for the community so a lot of people are shortening that to hero, even though Bayani is, I guess, a larger concept than heroism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in in the same way that like 
mitzvah is kind of, you know, there's yeah. more to it than just the basic idea. Um, so Agbayani could be taken to mean is hero. So either genitals is hero or pos- thing I own is hero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the the thing about it is so on the one hand, since it's a woman, they're talking about basically vagina is hero. Uh, the other, the alternative that I had, that I was wondering about was since Ari can also come to mean possessions, uh, like, uh, it's, it's kind of an interesting wrinkle that we're talking about a character who's a Captain America and it's just like possessions is heroism and it's like so yay capital like <laughs> I you know so I don't I don't know it's this is one of those things that either either there was no one who spoke Tagalog involved and as such this is how it happened, in which case representation, not only on the page, but behind the scenes is kind of a thing. Yeah. Or someone who speaks Tagalog was involved. Um, and this is like a nudge wink kind of thing to something. I, I don't know. I don't know. But people are just like, ha, dick, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, there's, there's people, there's people that are pointing out that it's just like, Hey, maybe having an editor, an editor in chief who pretended to be Asian isn't a great thing, but you know, that's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Genitals. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, comics comics incredible hulk number 240 has a cover by al milgram and is written by roger stern penciled by sal buscema inked by joe sinnott colored by glennis ween lettered by john costanza and edited by al milgram uh hulk makes his way into el dorado and wouldn't you know it the obvious trap turned out to be a trap <laughs> because he gets in there and they who wield power are just like we need your help to save the city by reigniting the cobalt flame and he's like hulk think you're dumb but whatever food and then he winds up reverting to banner and banner's like well, I'm happy to help in any way I can. I mean, I have like 12 PhDs and they're like, yeah, no, we don't really need, we don't really need that. We need you in the machine to reignite. And so double cross, like who knew? Um, Additionally, Fred Sloan works on a book about the Hulk and Betty returns to Gamma Base. So, yeah. Um, Patty is the nicest person in this book. Do what? Patty is the nicest person in the 
maybe comics. Because she's like, hey, Fred, how you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm working on this book. And she's like, cool, I brought you coffee or a sandwich or whatever. And he's oh, you like, mean Trish? Trish. Yes, not Patty. Trish. No, you're fine. I was like, I was trying to figure out who you were talking about. Yes, so. Trish. Yeah. Trish is Trish is really nice. I don't know. And uh, apparently I'm super out of it today. At one point, uh, he also... The pow- they, they who wield power, are like, you're going to work for us. And Hulk's like, no. Why would I do that? And she's like, uh, because they have Jarella's body at Gamma Base. And we have no idea if that's real. Uh, but yeah. it pisses him the hell off. And they tell he, they tell him, you know, you can't do anything about it. You have to do, you know, do what we say. He flies into a rage that is so great that he actually reverts to Banner. Um, which yeah. is actually really cool. So... Yeah. Double cross. Yeah. Uh, so Incredible Hulk number 241 is inked by Sal Buscema and lettered by Jim Novak. Um, so Banner winds up in this machine reigniting the cobalt flame. Uh, he attempts to transform into the Hulk. However, since it's siphoning off the gamma radiation, he winds up stuck mid-transformation. Uh, they who wield power are revealed to have been behind a bunch of shit that happened. They've been manipulating various heroes and villains and Nova and Power Man and blah, blah, blah uh, in an attempt to do something. Um, but then Dez of the They Who Wield Power um turns on the other two and they're reduced to dust and it turns out the des <gasps> is actually tyrannus having been reduced to an old man but he gets his youth back and hooray uh goldbug meanwhile wakes up from the clobbering uh that hulk had given him which definitely means goldbug has uh brain damage uh and discovers that he's in El Dorado, but then he's just like, oh shit, this much gold totally devalues the concept of gold. This sucks. And so... Uh, yeah, we have a mini economics lesson in the middle of our comic book. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really weird because it's like, the way this, prese- this is presented is like, I... I I don't really know why we're okay. Whatever. I guess it's just to get us from Goldbug was trying to do blank for they who wield power to Goldbug turns on they who wield power to try and help the Hulk. But he turns Whatever. on the sorry. He turns on them because everything is crap now. I may as well help the Hulk. And like those. That is, I did not stutter, that's his logic. There's yeah. there's nothing connecting the two, uh, really. But I just, I do like the, um, it's very, like, dog catches car 
in this yeah. in this moment where he wakes up, finds out he's in the city of gold, and is like, "I've this is where I've wanted to be my whole life." Fuck! Why am I here? Yeah. I don't want this. You burdened me yeah. with this knowledge. That's actually the reason is now that he knows the city of gold exists because of they who wield power, he'll never have that rush of stealing gold anymore because like man i don't know get a hobby get a different hobby <laughs> there's model trains collect spoons <laughs> yeah collect spoons like Can- canadian spoons just like you know that rush of getting a new spoon from like colonial williamsburg that's almost like robbing uh fort knox or something i don't i don't rob something else platinum bug yeah it doesn't work but you know whatever go for it nothing about this works (laughs) (laughs) so anyway so Goldbug intervenes and is captured by annette because that's how much Goldbug sucks but he is from the net able to fire a thing at hulk uh that covers him in gold and in doing so manages to make hulk mad enough that he explodes out of the gold and is now free uh so that brings us to incredible hulk number 242 which has a cover by bob layton uh tyrannus tries to use the cobalt flame to take over the world uh what he did not count on is having a hulk around which that could pretty much sum up every hulk story is just like Nobody counted on Hulk being as implacable as he is. Um, And so, yeah. So he's stymied by the Hulk. And so in response, he merges with the Cobalt Flame. So instead of using the machinery here, he's just like, fuck it, I'll become the Cobalt Flame. In addition to Lack, the uh, the nice old indigenous man who brought Hulk here is killed. Um... The people of El Dorado flee to the caves and they're just like, oh, shit. Um, so, yeah. I hate Tyrannus. Is Tyrannus ever cool? I don't know. Um, because he, this plan I, sucks. Because he could. And, like, you should have. Okay. So, like, what you said is that's that's most hulk storylines is nobody you know someone has an evil plot didn't consider the hulk oops conflict um your plan part of your plan was get the hulk to el dorado siphon off the hulk's energy to restart this cobalt flame and then you've got cobalt flame powers right you also know you're going to have a hulk right so yeah. I I know that ideally you completely drain the Hulk to fl- to to restart the cobalt the cobalt flame and kill him and then you're not you don't have a Hulk problem anymore. That's ideally. You're Tyrannus. You're supposed to be this like big bad evil dude who with multiple machinations always going on. Have a contingency plan, you jackass. Well, um, that's a that's a pretty big variable to leave to chance. Yeah, right. It's it's. I mean, unless you know what specifically the Hulk's limits are, have a plan to deal with Hulk should Hulk be Hulk. Yeah. 
And, you know, it's, it's frustrating to see, I don't know. I feel like if I were in this world and I saw people constantly going up against the Hulk and trying to deal with the Hulk and I had a plan to deal with the Hulk, I would, I would not just assume anything about the Hulk because everybody's Everybody has a plan for the Hulk. None of those plans survive contact with the Hulk. And maybe factor that in. Yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, that's all you got to do, right? Is factor in the fact that you know something is going to go wrong. Right. Right? Like, I guess that's called a contingency plan. But yeah, like, realize that, okay... I'm going to siphon the power off the... I'm going to get Banner into the thing. I'm going to siphon off the Hulk, the Hulk power. And then everything's going to go to hell. I'll need to get rid of the Hulk. Because at that point, I won't kill him. Because pro- no one can, right? The problem is, he has a built-in plan for the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. He has... Okay. He's brought the Hulk there. And he's just like, they have Jarella. Yeah, that's a good plan. That's a great Hulk plan. If your plan is it kills the Hulk, then at the very least you have a plan for if it doesn't. Because you can just be like, wait, 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 wait. Jarella, let me (laughs) send you to Jarella. And And yet, nothing. nothing. This stupid motherfucker is just like, let me try and hit the Hulk. And it's like, you don't hit the Hulk. You don't hit the Hulk. Because generally speaking, all that Hulk, hitting Hulk does is to make him more Hulk. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> so, At yeah. one point, uh, Tyrannus manages to get a thing on Hulk's head that puts him down for a bit. Goldbug goes over and takes the thing off. Uh, giant metal arm. That's neither here nor there. Uh... Hulk gets back up and is pissed. So he breaks a bunch of shit because he's the Hulk. Tyrannus is like... Now Tyrannus is fused with the flame, which means that anytime he breaks any of the machinery or the big giant arm or whatever, it actually hurts Tyrannus as well. Uh, Good, you idiot. Finally, he fuses himself entirely with the flame and uh, Hulk just trashes it. Yeah. So... Incredible Hulk number 243 has a cover by Al Milgram and is lettered by Joe Rosen. Uh, Tyrannus is trying to fight the Hulk, but he feels himself dissipating more and more, whatever. Tyrannus is defeated, who cares? And then Hulk and Goldbug are teleported back to New York because, like, they get into this teleporter and the teleporter is able to take you anywhere um and like at that moment hulk's thoughts drift to the fact that jarella is still a gamma base and so the teleporter's just like united states and drops them in new york um they are in the sewers and gold bugs like okay bye scrambled us up a manhole only to be greeted by power man and iron fist and he is immediately arrested um, the last little bit of this is that, uh, Clay Quartermain gets ready to leave 
Gamma Base because he's been reassigned. And now our new head of Gamma Base is Glenn Talbot. And wouldn't you know it, he blames Hulk for everything because, of course, he does. So, yeah. Uh, um, one thing I kind of enjoyed as they're wrapping up the fight is... Uh, so Tyrannus, as the flame, gets shot out into space. Good. Um, and but as he's going going through the atmosphere they're like oh by the way remember how there's an eternal in uh chile or wherever um celestial yeah sorry celestial in chile or wherever um yeah okay bye i'm like (laughs) is that a thing is that a thing what are we doing you guys were remind this is no, I know now what, what, I, what I what I what I will say is this is one of those things that I actually kind of like about old school Marvel yeah is that occasionally they will make these nods to other books that are not necessary that are not necessarily intended to uh, to you know be like this is a thing now but just that you know not only not only is it good for being like hey by the way eternals is over here you should buy it but it also it also makes sense that because these characters all share a universe that something that big occurring in in proximity to a celestial in south america would at the very least draw the celestials notice even if he's just like that's eh, fine and goes back to whatever he's doing that makes sense and it makes sense that like galactus showing up in new york spider-man would be over in his book and it's just like there's some craziness going on downtown i don't know what's going on like a giant dude i heard you were and, fighting a giant dude before is that true yeah yeah okay and so that's that's one thing that i really like and something that i feel like sometimes is kind of missing from more modern books is just that occasional reminder that yes these characters do all still exist not only not only within like 20 minutes of each other for the heroes that are based in new york right but in the same world and so those things are news and so occasionally just a newspaper headline in the background of a book where like a a you know, you're reading Spider-Man and some news newsstand has newspapers that are just like giant fucking yellow guy in South America. Like, you know, what was it? We were talking about, was that Thor or Iron Man or somebody who was like, Oh yeah. Celestials. That's a thing. Probably ought to pay attention to that. I've never heard of it before. And I'm like, how the fuck did you not hear of it? It's sake Miami. What the hell? Um, and I can't, my thing is I cannot figure out. So, uh, do we only in, are all of them here or not? Because Eternals was operating in a weird Kirby space, I'll call it, where they weren't on 616, maybe. And like, 
the Hulk was from comic books, right? Right. There was that whole issue where the kids at the university built a Hulk robot and it actually turned into uh, the Hulk. But it wasn't right. really the Hulk. And Gamemnon here was found by Thor, right? Or... I forget how the end Doesn't matter. Uh, so, guys... And, and, like, this is my thing with the Eternals and even the movie where I'm just, like, the coming up movie and, like, all the theories that people have about it. I'm like, don't, don't get too excited. It's not going to make any sense. It should, it, sh- it almost shouldn't at this point. Like, uh, if, if the, if the, the Eternals just are weird. Okay. Chill. Um, all right. I don't, I don't really know where I'm going with that except to be like, is there a plan? I don't think there is. They're kind of flying by the seat of their pants. Um, and that's fine, I guess. Yeah. I, you know, my... my the one thing I want to say about this is I wish that we would get a... Because we've talked about um, the... Um, the, uh, the problems with General Ross in the movies and in more recent, uh, Marvel continuity. And I will say, I think that one of the worst moves they've made was killing off Glenn Talbot because Glenn Talbot is a nice counterpoint to... Ross, in that Glenn Talbot has been fucked around enough that he's just like fucking Hulk and he wants to destroy him. Whereas I, lo- so I like Ross being like the we have to stop the Hulk, but I don't hate him. I don't, I'm do I don't want to destroy Banner, but the Hulk can't be allowed to just run free. Yeah. What, so I think those two in in a book would provide a nice bit mm-hmm. of point of conflict while still remaining true to who Ross has been. Right. Um, whereas since Glenn Talbot died, uh, Ross has become that. And it kind of sucks because it, he's really one note. Yeah, I mean, it would be much better if like you were saying and more complicated if talbot is all i want to destroy i just want to destroy him like i don't and ross is like i just want to do my fucking job which is this and stop the hulk and, and stop the hulk so we technically agree with each other but your passion keeps fucking up my shit you asshole right like that's right. a much cooler book immediately right um where they both want the same thing, but Talbot keeps screwing it up, and then, or Tal, you know, Ross isn't doing it the way that Talbot wants him to. He's not going as hard or whatever, and like that's so much cooler. And then you got Betty right. in the background trying to like keep them both from killing each other, um, right? Over administrative policy, basically, like that would be yeah. so much better. All right. Yeah.